The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. And this is the Assholes, the totally unfiltered cigar radio. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Stu Fink, your studio announcer. And now here's the host of the Assholes, Pastor Padrone, Dan the Man. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Ashles. As always, we are broadcast live from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And it's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We're always entertaining. We're generally unscripted. And as Stu said, we're always unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and of course at theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at theashholes and on Instagram at ashholesradio. And today, my friends, this is our special Christmas episode, and we are smoking the Atabay Mysticos, which just came out mm-hmm. very recently by Selected Tobacco. The what wide release. The wide release, wide, yes. The wide release oh. of the IPCPR. What and, and, and I'm sorry, cigar. I'm a little offended. Why? Uh, you just said our Christmas special. Yeah. I mean, this is 2017. I get offended when you say a particular holiday. Well, it sucks to be you then. It's our Christmas special. <laughs> Can't have a Christmas tree lighting anymore. It's a holiday lighting of the tree. Oh, no, I don't buy any of that stuff. Look. You, this is we're oh, all celebrating Christmas. Word there. We're all getting Christmas off. You use it's a, Christmas. You use it's another keyword. I don't buy into it. Guess buy. what? <laughs> buy. That's what this holiday is. It's a holiday because we need to market to everybody. It's not just Christmas. Oh, it's all Christmas. But Listen yet to what everything they sell Every is Christmas. Every song on the radio is all about Christmas. White snow, Rudolph. Except for last Christmas, I gave snowmen. you my heart. Oh my gosh. And all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. I hate that song. I haven't heard that song. If I hear, hear that song one more time, I'm going to grab somebody's gun and shoot you the shoot have the radio. Brush your teeth more, you filthy rat. That was a kid singing the song. Yeah, well, yeah, you shouldn't. Nah, I'm not going there. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is Christmas. Are you guys doing anything for Christmas this year? You going places? People uh, coming to you? Not local. a big traveler. No, you're not a big. No. Of course not. You, you're just going to stay home and yeah, I mean, watch I, TV. I, on occasion, I'll like drive down to Baltimore for to my nephews. <laughs> but no, I, I don't. If I feel I like it, I, yeah, I just feel drive. like driving to Baltimore this Christmas. Hey, yeah, what are you doing this afternoon? Uh, I'm just going to drive down to Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like fun. Yeah. You want to uh, go? I, I'm, sta- I'm staying local. <laughs> you're staying I'm, local. Yeah, I'm staying local. Yeah. Is family coming to you? Is it just you and uh, yeah, just, just, the kids? Just your wife? Yep. Just us. Do you normally do go out, or is this no. something that's... No, I have... So my, my family's kind of all over the place. A younger brother in San Francisco, older brother in Minnesota. So sometimes there have been Christmases in the past where we've tried to get together. Right. But now as the kids get older, then you know, other families want to see them, so we're kind of all over the place. Sure. So no, we're, we're, we're staying local, keeping it easy. Well, that's good. That's it, yeah. You know, I'm fortunate in that um, both my family and my wife's family are, are local. So we don't really have to fight over the whole Christmas thing. That said, this particular Christmas, it's basically going to be Christmas at my house with just my family. Hmm. And uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, who's been out in San Diego for uh, school, um, is back. So we're together for the first time in a number of months. And um, um, I think we're going to go to Mandy's parents' place for dessert. And that's it. Hmm. So you're going to eat? We're going to eat the whole day at my house then for dessert. We'll and go dessert visit, we'll that visit is, the in-laws Christmases. for about an hour, yeah, yes, hour and a half. Eat, eat, eat. That's, yes. Yeah. There you go. It's second I'm looking Thanksgiving. Forward to that. Yeah. That's what it's yeah, about. It, for me, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. what, then that's the way it should be. Yeah. Relaxing, family, food, stogie by the fire. Yeah. Okay. At any point, do you wish Jesus a happy birthday? Well, of course. Okay. Being Pastor Padron. Right. That's, well, that's, that's what yeah. I'm checking. Yeah. Because I mean, there was a lot of food involved in that conversation, but I didn't hear the... Jesus ate. He liked food. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's really yeah. born, like, what, in the summer? <laughs> Something <laughs> like that, Spring. Yeah. The, the so. whole Christmas thing is kind of a little <laughs> convoluted. <laughs> marketed. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's, get, it's been marketed for a long time. We're going to get some nasty yeah. emails on that one. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, even the whole... Even the whole you want, really want me to throw you. That whole manger thing, that was... That gets traced back to a... Uh, the, that whole song... About Jesus being born in some barn, that goes back to a 
European guy who went to visit the Holy Land around 300. But in Bethlehem, there, there was no inn. <laughs> and where it says, you know, there was no room for the right. in the inn. Well, in the, the Greek, the original language that the, the book was written in, it means guest room in the house. Mm. So Jesus was born and guest in, 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 and the animals were one room. Then there was like this trough and, and stuff. Then there was the main family room, kitchen, everything room. And then there was a guest room on the other side of the house. Somebody was already in there. So they all had to stay basically in the, the all-purpose room on the floor. And because of everybody there, they had to put Jesus in the trough. Roughing it. Roughing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. There, well, you there go. it is. Mm-hmm. Heard it here first. Yep, Christmas Merry is completely Christmas. commercialized. Happy completely holidays. Completely commercialized. Thank you. Mr. European Monk for going yeah, to these, these five minutes have been brought to you by Target, Best Buy, Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, speaking of shopping, tell us about this cigar there, Oliver. What, are, what exactly so, are we smoking? Have here? you had it before? Well, I've tasted this once mm-hmm. or twice. Uh, so the first time I tasted this was actually at the IPCPR in 2017, mm-hmm. which is the big tobacco show yep. uh, in Las Vegas in July. So Nelson did a wide release of this, this size, mm-hmm. and he's been... You know, it, it, it's funny with, with Nelson Alfonso, who's behind this, this brand, the Selected Tobacco brand, which is Atabay Byron Bandolero, mm-hmm. because it, it's, it's kind of, it, it has been under the radar, because Nelson, really his main focus, is, as we've discussed before, is, is uh, working for his, his number one client, Habanos SA, so that's been his focus. He's been kind of in the cigar business since the late 90s, where he mm-hmm. picked up the Byron name again. Mm-hmm. But he's been working on these brands for so long because there's so much age and, and thought behind each and sing, each and every one of these, um, these brands. Mm-hmm. So Atabay, this is the new size, the, the wide release size, as, as we should say, um, the Mysticos. Mm-hmm. Just released at the, at the show. It was released to only a selected amount of uh, tobacconists. Mm-hmm. We're doing the second launch in March of 2018. Mm-hmm. But the Mysticos is a, is a six and three quarters by 56. Um, so a little bit larger than the, the Ritos right. uh, size. And you have an Ecuadorian uh, Connecticut shade wrapper. So, and a very thin, delicate wrapper. So the mm. majority of the, of the flavors when you're smoking a cigar, there's a heavy debate. Is it 70% mm. that comes from the wrapper? Uh, you know, Who's going to measure 40? a percentage Ooh, right. of a so flavor? It's, it's hard to say. But this <laughs> yeah. one, so delicate, so thin. It complements the the cigar, but what really kicks in is the tobacco that he uses on the on the filler, mm. and that's mostly undisclosed tobacco. And he uses Peruvian a Peruvian leaf on this uh, on this blend that offers that that sweet note uh, mm-hmm. to it on the nose mm-hmm. on that cool draw. I don't know yeah. if you guys did mm-hmm. that first. We did. Yeah, you get a little bit of uh, a sweetness to it, uh, a little bit of a woody, uh, rich woody, like almost sandalwood. Um, note to it, and um, and then when, once you light it up, my first, I mean, right away you get, I, I get that sweetness, a little bit of, a uh, little bit of spice, mm-hmm. but the retro on this particular line just constantly blows me away. Yeah, it's so smooth. Yeah, smooth was the very first thing I wrote down yep. as I start smoking the cigar. This happens to be the f- the first Mysticos I've smoked, so everyone's going to get my initial impressions. Smooth is the very first word that came to mind mm. with this thing. It, and it's buttery. It is. This is a very buttery cigar. It's awesome. And going into it, I was thinking, I was like, oh, okay, it'll be a nice longer, your typical Atabay smoke. Mm-hmm. It, but no, it's actually, it's it's shaping up to be a little bit different. So we'll see how mm-hmm. this progresses. Uh, it starts off with that, you know, more classic Atabay taste, but it's starting to build up a few more nuances here. So. Now, are each of the Ritos, this, you know, Mysticos... Um, Brujos, you know, are, are they all different blends? So, interestingly enough, the the Atabay line, um, you have three sizes that are now converting to boxes. They were in the porcelain jars. Mm-hmm. Converting right. over to boxes, but you have the Divinos, uh, Brujos, and Delirios. Mm-hmm. Slightly different than what the Ritos is. Okay. Uh, so, there's there's no Peruvian in the first three blends. Okay. Yeah. The, the, he put the second band to distinguish, um, you know, that, that Peruvian leaf in mm-hmm. there. So there's a slight difference between the two. And, and for me, the, the difference that I pick up is that Peruvian, you can, it's pretty distinct. So he uses a little bit, and that's what gives it that sweetness to me. Mm. Okay. So very similar bl- blend between the Ritos and this then? Correct. 
Okay. Yeah. But not the same. Different ring gauge? Oh, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a different it is a, it's the same blend as Zoritos. Same uh, same blend, same flavor or profile. Okay. Okay, but it's slightly li- it's slightly longer. Slightly, Half an inch yeah. or something like that yeah. longer. Which is like 3 hours on these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is. The construction on these makes that that burn uh, the cigar burns so slow. Yeah. Mm. Um, and there's a lot going on in it, too. Mm. Um, I've, I've sat with people that have talked about the Atabay being such a mild cigar, and mm. I ask them how they're smoking, and I, I watch them, and they're, they're so quick. Mm. You, you know, the cigar experience is supposed to be something that settles you and relaxes mm. you, so you're supposed mm-hmm. to take your time as you puff on the cigar. If you just puff on it and blow the smoke out directly, you're not going to experience like, as much. smoking right. cigars? It's <laughs> like, yeah, like <laughs> drinking wine. Cool. If you're, <laughs> if you're gulp, nobody gulps wine. Because there's a complexity to yeah, it. Right. When you're drinking a craft brew, you're not you're not shotgunning a craft or brew. Taking a shot. Right. Of like taking a, a shot. Malt. It's like, right. Well, no. <laughs> so <laughs> when you're smoking the Anabe, when you draw it in first and you just relax with it, maybe retrohale it. Definitely recommend retrohaling. But when you when you let it kind of you know, I guess dance in your dance in your mouth, you're 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 experiencing all the flavors throughout the the palate. And then blow it out. You're you're going to taste so many different flavors. To me, it's incredibly complex. It changes. It's very clean. Yes. When you smoke yeah. it, it's a long finish. But when you're when you blow that smoke out, you still taste it. But there's not a harsh tobacco taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. I mean, this is and the burn on this is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all, I'm looking at all three cigars yeah, here. Everybody has this great. You know, almost razor, razor straight burn. The ash is fantastic. Kind of this darker, uh, Dark, know, like darker gray. gray. Yeah. Yep. Ash, and the smell coming off it is is amazing. The aroma is fantastic. Lots of smoke. Toasty. A lot of smoke up. <laughs> toasty, nutty. A lot of yeah. I get a lot of nuttiness. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's yeah, roasted, almost like the roasted nuts because it's very, it's just very deep and it, it's hard to. Not necessarily describe, but it's hard to when you're you're comparing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people that haven't tried it before, they'll ask me, "Well, what's it taste like? What, what is it?" Uh, it's, it's, it's just I have a very there. hard time <laughs> doing that with people. I, yeah. I and I I come out and say it. And it, this is a cigar that's easier to to describe as an experience yeah. than it is. Well, this taste. There's this taste and that taste. Right. So many cigars. It, it's obvious. Well, that's coffee. That's leather. That's yeah. There's some like some of the like you know five dollar cigars that you can throw. It be like oh, it tastes like this. You know, it's easier right. to just. And if it's a consistent flavor throughout, it's easier to just kind of give them an idea. When it gets to uh, this level of complexity, it's like uh, I'll tell you some of the things I taste, but I can't <laughs> give you the whole picture. Right. And yeah. in Atabe, the the Atabe line is aged. As I said, not only prior to rolling, this bag goes two to three years of age, but after the cigars are rolled, mm-hmm. they're then aged for an additional minimum, an additional five years. Wow. So that just allows the, the wow. tobacco, the blend, just to, to marry properly. Um, it, it, that's what gives it that, that smooth, rich, creamy uh, taste. Uh, and, and the complexity, as I said, is just that's it's phenomenal. Mm. Fantastic. So he does, and he does a process that's different than, than anyone else. He, Nelson... Um, so he's aging the cigars in this in a cedar room with five different cedars, and those cedars he uses a Lebanese cedar, a okay. Cuban cedar, Mexican, Brazilian, and Spanish. Mm. Now those five cedars all play a part. Some are they play a part for you know a role in the in the flavoring of the tobacco. Some to um, you, you remove or, or uh, push away the tobacco beetles. Uh, the Lebanese cedar is actually his mother was Lebanese. His father's Cuban. Okay. Um, but that's you know that's just kind of paying homage to just stays to her. in the room just yeah to, just stays just in the for room. looks. <laughs> but as he, as he's as he's doing this aging process, him Nelson himself mm-hmm. and his son they go into the cedar room and they'll sand the cedar down to get a fresh layer because wow. as okay. the humidity yep. is falling on it, you know it grows up this this crystallized mm-hmm. uh, and is just stepping on the floor and everything. But he he'll sand it down to give it a fresh uh, layer of those those cedars, and then on top of that. He'll bring the humidity down to 40%, then he'll raise it back up to 70 so that he's constantly doing this over the, over the five-year period. So the, mm-hmm. the cigar is actually breathing in mm-hmm. these different cedar notes. Mm. Um, and it's not a heavy cedar. There are no. some cigars that I've smoked in the past that had, you know, they're either wrapped in cedar and they just have a strong cedar bitter note. Right. This doesn't have that. It's a no. soft. Yeah. You can, tell it's, you can tell that's a component. Yeah. But mm-hmm. again, this is one of the brilliant things about the way he blends and ages of cigars is all these flavors 
are all working together and none of them is really at the front. Mm. You can taste a whole bunch of stuff, but it's not a competition. It's a marriage of mm-hmm. these things. And it's, it's a working fantastic. marriage. Too. A working marriage. Sometimes marriage, okay. yeah, I mean, yeah. marriage, marriage just work. doesn't work. It's a There's no such thing as a marriage that doesn't work. Those <laughs> Except in this case. As, those that end up as what we call <laughs> divorces. Right. Except in this case. This case is work. Statistic. Mm. Right. <laughs> But oh it is. My. It's. It, it, I'm. I'm excited for the the launch of, um, the the other sizes which are coming out in uh, in March. As I said, Nelson. After we do the Habanos Festival in late uh, late February. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be down there with uh, with Ambassador Cigars and uh, Casa de Monte Cristo in uh, Illinois yep. as our as our top uh, United retailers. We've invited them down. So we'll be down in uh, in Cuba at the end of February and then March. Nelson's, Nelson Senior and Junior, will be stateside and will be hitting a few locations to do a launch of the additional sizes. Fantastic. And yeah. that includes a Lancero, right? It does, the Spiritus. Oh. That'll be the Lancero. I'm That'll looking forward to that. That'll be Everyone great. says they're looking forward to it. Now we just need to you know, push the now Lancero yeah, sales. Let's, let's see them follow <laughs> well, through with that. Right. Yeah. You know, you got, you got some pull with the uh, Nelson dudes. You should see yeah. if you, they can be on the show. That would be fun. Mm. That would be a very fun show. They're so they're so humble. They're so, yeah, they're so personable. Cool. Yeah, I think I think they'd be perfect, perfect for the show. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, steaming some milk back to there. give yeah. us a little to give us a little more time to to dig into this and enjoy it. Um, why don't we go right into our top five for All the right. week? Okay. Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label. Medium strength red label or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri 5 5 has it all. 5 and 5 equals a perfect 10, and that's what you get every time with 5 5 cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right, today's top five list is the top five best selling Christmas songs of you mean all holiday time. Songs? Christmas songs. <laughs> Christmas songs. There are other holidays here. I totally acknowledge that. It's yeah, not yeah. a diss, but top five. We're doing Christmas. Selling top songs. five. Top five. The top Man, five. I know selling my bottom five, but I don't know. So it, so it could be a song like let's just say. Just because it sold a lot. Rudolph. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, Rudolph. Could be. been and, around and forever. Then sung by multiple people, but you're not just saying the artist. That's true. It's saying the song. I'm saying this song by this artist. Okay. Is. Ah, okay. So, so artist, artist so, included. So that'll so be easier to narrow be, down. So, you know, a million and a half people have sung Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but, you know, this particular version is one of the most. All right. So we're going to get Nat, Nat King Cole is going to be on that list. Okay. So the right. number five, number five, starting at the bottom, is the Christmas song, which is that song Chestnuts ro- Roasting on Cole. Open Fire. Exactly. Okay. There we go. And um, Was he the writer? <laughs> yeah. Original King I believe so, yeah. All right. Um, uh, because without adding the first line of the song uh, in parenthesis, no one would know what the song meant. <coughs> All right. The it's most true. successful version of the song was Nat King Cole's 1946 cover, which was oh, certified six Nailed times it. platinum. Wow. Six times platinum for that song. Okay. Um, number four. Uh, let's see. Frank Sinatra? Yes. I don't know. Jingle, the jingle bells. bells. The Jingle Bells. Mm, I don't know if that one's going to be up there. I don't know. I might. Um, Number four is Uh-oh. The Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The Little Drummer Boy in the, ni- the 1958 recording by the Harry uh, Simone Corral. I don't know. Okay. So you, you, there's that song playing on the radio. with the. It's like a chorus singing the song. I don't know. I know the sure song so well. I've heard it, it like 48 million I mean, times the song, over the last four weeks. I like you, Dan. You don't exaggerate. <laughs> I don't exaggerate at all. Not at all. I don't exaggerate at all. When you work in retail, you <laughs> hear these things over all right. and over and over. Number three. Number three. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. By? By. Okay, let's see. Uh, which one um, uh, What was his name? Dean Martin? Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Uh, it, I'll read the whole thing here. Back in 1939, one of Montgomery Ward's copywriters, Robert May, wrote a story that, uh, the department store could print in a coloring book to use as a promotional giveaway to customers. And a flash neospotic inspira- uh, in a flash of nepotistic inspiration, <laughs> <laughs> May's brother-in-law, Johnny Marks, decided to write a song about the little reindeer with a shiny nose. Gene Autry recorded the classic version of the song. 25 million copies and a couple of stop-motion animated features later. The song is a Christmas staple. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yes, Rudolph. 
I hear that so many times. Yeah. What was number five? Number five, five was the Christmas song. The Christmas song. Right. Neck and Cold. Okay. I don't even know that one. Two, <laughs> Silent Night. Hmm. Silent Night. <laughs> well, because that's another it's one. A, it's a hit. It's, it's a, a hymn. It's, a, it's yeah. a Christmas carol or hymn. Okay. Unlike any other song on this list, Silent Light, Silent Night is real classic. Written in 1818. Wow. Okay. And the song is now in the public domain, which means anybody and everybody can do it. But um, Bing Cosby set the trend Bing, with okay, that. Yep. So, set the yep. trend. Um, it's Cro- since been Crosby. covered. Crosby, not, to, yeah. Cro- not to be Crosby. confused with not Bill Cosby. Right. Right. Not Bill Cosby's See? brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've had Johnny Cash do this. Beyonce, yes. you know, Brad Paisley, Rod Stewart. Everybody has sung yeah. this song. Okay. But Bing Crosby's, that's the top of the list. And number one. Bing Crosby's 1947 version of White Christmas. Christmas. Wow. All right. White that Christmas. That is classic, yeah. 50 million copies wow. sold wow. since yep. then. And that's, plenty that's of time just to do it, though. that one <laughs> version, that original version back in 1947. Unbelievable. Yep. It was one of my favorite songs, but it's a, it's a mix. It's like a mash, mashup song. Mm-hmm. Is the Bing Crosby, David Bowie Little Drummer Boy and yes, w- uh, the other song. White Christmas. Is it White Christmas? It I don't know. know. I'm, I'm not sure what I'm asking. He, he mixes, he, they mix the two. Everyone thought it was Little Drummer Boy, but they actually mixed the two. Huh. That's a fantastic song. What's the worst Christmas song? Uh, the, the, that George Michael one. Oh. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Because he threw Christmas <laughs> uh, in there? I mean, that, that might be number two for me. What's number one for <laughs> Wonderful you? Wonderful Christmas time. Wonderful Christmas time. Worst song on earth. Well, uh, what about the song about Grandma and the reindeer? That's fine. Oh, you like <laughs> At that. least that's funny. <laughs> right. It doesn't like make you want to like claw yeah, your ears. I, I, I was getting a little worried when you were given the the top songs, and, that, and that I can't for the life of me that Nat King Cole. I can't figure out the lyrics. Mm. But we went to Little Drummer Boy, and then that was, mm-hmm. and then we went to Rudolph. I'm like, well, Christmas. Like we we've deviated so far away from what it is mm-hmm. that now these songs are about a reindeer with a glowing nose, right? Uh, you know, a drummer boy. Those were the top songs. Well, Jingle Bells has nothing to do with Jingle Bells. Yeah, that That's was just it. Was a that in there? snow yeah, song. That's just, right, right, right. So, you know, there are so many arguments. I think last year we talked about the movies. Yes. Um, you know, this year we're talking about songs. So, and I'm by far, you're, you're, you're like up here as far as religion, and I'm down here. So I'm not <laughs> saying like I'm, you know, uh, all about the you know the mm-hmm. the, the, the story meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. I am, but I just I see it's, it's so commercialized. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, it, totally. And and you know the thing that's really frustrating for me is you know you know that these these people are singing these songs like Silent Night that's been around for you know two hundred some years. Yep. And you know you know that people singing it either have. No idea really <laughs> what like, that what song is about. Mean? They just know it's a real popular song that everybody yeah, yeah. loves, and therefore people will buy it. Right? Yep. And or, you know, it's it's you know they they do know what it's about, and they're just singing it for the money anyway. And yeah. so it's like I mean, isn't it's there like a version of Oh Holy Night with, with these great, <laughs> these yeah. great messages like, uh. about what Christmas <laughs> is really about? And you know, no one that's not what they're there for. They're there to keep people in the stores. No one's believing this stuff. It, it, it is. Christmas is, I'll come out, this may be funny coming from a clergy <laughs> dude, but Christmas is one of my least favorite times of the year. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not a Christmas guy. Turn a little green there, a little grinchy. No? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I love it because everyone, you know, for, for a small amount of time within the year, they just become happier, friendlier. Do some, they really? Some. Have you been to the stores? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not the stores. <laughs> yeah, People who don't know usually carry concealed all of a sudden. Right, yeah. <laughs> but it is, it's a different, but it's, there's a feeling. To, there's still a feeling there that, that's different. There's some of that. And, and there, is, there is this thing where, you know, you know, what other time of the year could you put a tree in your house? In your living room. <laughs> that could and, and burn the put, house down. put things Without on it that, that you're never going to use any other time of year. Right. And, and everybody be like, okay with that. Right. You know, or, or lights on the outside of your house for, for months. You know, when, when they... Uh, Although they're yeah, doing have you ever been, more holidays now. Which have, you, have you been to the, um, yeah. the Jordan's Furniture in Reading? Negative. Possibly. Ne- I don't know. Do you know? You, Probably not. Okay. When they built it, a, it number, yeah. a number of years ago, you know, they, uh, they had this huge parking lot set up. And it's, re- it's right in, on... It, it borders the, the neighboring town of Wakefield, which has this lake, little three-mile lake. People love walking around at Lake Quantipawa. Yep. And the people of Wakefield complained 
that the lights were so bright at the Jordan's Furniture parking lot that it ruined the ambiance of the lake. And they ended up being forced to using lower wattage lights Hmm. because it was just too bright. But come Christmas... Then it's you can okay. put 100 million gigawatts of lights on your house, <laughs> and, and instead like, of calling the police, you call your friends and your neighbors yeah. and you say, bring the kids. You've got to see this house. It's amazing. That's true. What are the time of Christmas? I mean, so there is. There's something, there's something different about Christmas, but it makes us do wacky things. Mm. Oh, you mean like put Snoopy in a uh, World War II fighter plane blow up <laughs> on your front lawn? <laughs> yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> Stuff like that. Why would you do that? I don't know. You know, like and when if, they're all deflated and, in the morning. And it's if if I Oliver, if I if I called you up sometime in like you know mid February and say, hey, why don't we why don't we get together like at one in the morning, and and let's go outside and sing songs to our neighbors. I you'd wouldn't think, even do that at one o'clock in the afternoon. So you, yeah, and you'd think Christmas I was on, you'd think I was on crack or something. Do it but for Christmas. some reason, because it's Christmas, right. we can do that. Yeah. So there's something there is something different about Christmas because we become jolly and gay. Well, there you go. I don't think I could have said it any better myself. Sure, you could have. It's the magic of Christmas. Mm. <laughs> do we have Do we have an Instagram or Twitter no, or Facebook highlight of the week? No. Twitter. You've well, totally given up on, on that. I would actually, actually You'd have actually have to, have to be Twitter, on Twitter. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. no? It hasn't been Hasn't been too active lately. Hasn't been too active. All right, people, get active. Come on. I don't get Twitter. I, I need to. I need really? to understand it. It's It's antiquated. I don't. You know. It, 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 it. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I. It, Twitter is one of those. It is. It is really weird. It's. It's, and you know, I don't. I don't know what happened. Three. You know, three months ago, back in September, you know, you can look. Up, one of the things I do like about Twitter is that you can look up your analytics real easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right? fine. Can't really do that with any of the other. Facebook is pretty good about it. You know, but when you get into it, um, so I can look up and here, you know, impressions for Twitter for my. Ash Holes, you know, Sacred mm-hmm. Smokes, Pastor Padron page. Back in September was 6,000 mm-hmm. for the month. As of right now for the month of December, I'm at 280,000. Yeah. So you like Twitter because of your ego. No, <laughs> I'm saying I, I, I didn't change. I didn't change. I didn't change what I was doing. But now all of a sudden, you know, 300,000 views a month I'm getting on this stuff and more people are talking. Some of those people are actually listening to the show right now. They're, they're watching on YouTube. Hello. Thanks for listening. And, you, you know, know, don't know you, uh, you know, but I don't know <laughs> what I did differently. I don't know what I, I have no idea why so many people love this show. Glad you, <laughs> glad they do. Time. Nor do I. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, we're up at around 40,000 downloads a month now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. It's bizarre. I don't know what. People are thinking. <laughs> they just want to watch us smoke a mystical. I, I tune mm. myself out most of the time. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> right. you tune yourself out of the, You tune yeah. yourself out of your so own show. Wh- yeah, wh- I, I don't remember what I said five minutes ago. Well, let's <laughs> all right. So let's tune back in because yeah. now now we're smoking through. We've talked about Christmas, Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, analytics, whatever. Mm-hmm. What what are you picking up on? Uh, on I've got one? some some sweet wood going on. Um, I love the retro on this. There's this little bit of spice i'm not even sure what to call it it's not really a pepper it's not you know um but it is a, a spiciness maybe maybe a cinnamon you know maybe something like that i don't know i haven't i have not been able to find a word that, to describe it other than spice right yeah so it's 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 hard because the the retro it's all to me i get i i think of when i'm I, maybe it brings me back to like wood shop and I'm burning, mm-hmm. burning wood. Mm-hmm. There's almost like a burnt wood sawdust, this, this richness to it. Then, and then it just, it's gone because that spiciness yeah. goes, but it's, yep. it's not, it's by no means a peppery no. retro. No. It's no. A, just a soft, light, like, a, yeah, nutmeg, cinnamon. Yeah, that kind of thing. And, and just this very nutty, woody, you know, little tinge of spice. And just the, the tastes are just, it's so delicate. And yet, there's so much going on. It's it's a very mild cigar. This is this is a very mild-bodied cigar. Mm. Yeah, to, uh, uh, nicotine. Nicotine-wise, is yeah. very yeah. The strength is is very mild, strength but the wise. flavor, even though the flavors are not all like in your face, there is so much going on. Now, if I were like wrapping presents or making dinner, I'd miss a lot of this. Yeah. This is the kind of cigar I think that you need I, to. I sit wouldn't recommend and doing smoke. a lot of things while you're smoking this. No, you and I, you know, when people are buying these, I say, look, you have to promise me you're not going to be mowing the lawn, shoveling snow, buying presents. You have to be sitting 
you got a, maybe a drink or something in hand, but you're doing nothing else. Right. You promise me that, or I'm not going to let you get this cigar. And it's not that you need to sit and concentrate right. heavily on it. You just want to just just have yeah. this be the primary thing that right. you're doing. It's like you're not He's enjoying the cigar. It's like with a good meal, you know. It's mm-hmm. like you're not going to be doing a bunch of things while you're eating this right. gourmet meal. Right, so you want right, to be right. And enjoy the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm picking up this. There's a sweetness. It's almost a raisiny sweetness, but it's it reminds me of a port wine. Mm. Uh, it's just it's not super strong like a port, it, but it's just that that. It's a, it's like a it's like a dark black cherry. Exactly. Note, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that a little richness. bit of cherry action going on. Yeah. yeah. That's a good. That's a good word for the sweetness there. Um, it is time for our break already so we're going to go to break we're going to listen to some commercials but don't go anywhere come on back because after the break we're going to announce the actual of the week we have some viewer mail and we're going to continue our thoughts on the Atabay Mysticos by Selected Tobacco so come on back In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. And industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box Pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. 
1848, in honour of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. And the Ashholds are back. Once again, here's your host, the Atabe Ambassador, the Master of Mysticos, Dan the Man. Where do you keep coming up with this stuff, Sue? Oh, my goodness. We saw you something with this. Come on. <laughs> well, welcome back to the Ashholds. We're glad you came back for the second half of the show. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes. And on Instagram at Ashholes Radio, we are smoking the Atabay Mysticos by Selected Tobacco, and this has been so far a really, really fantastic cigar. No surprise there. Very mild, <laughs> very creamy, very nutty. Some sweet wood, maybe a little bit of this hint of cherry kind of sweetness mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah. This uh, and the the the. Aroma coming off the cigar is just so toasty. Mm. Just a little bit of cedar coming off buttery. of the air. Yep. Very buttery and, and just a great, great cigar. The burn's been fantastic. Yep. We've all been Absolutely. enjoying it, haven't we? Yep. Great smoke output. Yeah, the whole thing. Very firm ash. Yep. Mine, mine breaks off where I could hold it, but I just don't want... Obviously, right, the ash right. on the table. No, we've, yeah. I've done that once. We don't want to. <laughs> yeah, do that. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was all over the keyboard. Yeah. Very yeah, firm. I mean, even like right up to where the burn line is, it's, it's still firm. So yeah. it's not yeah. getting soft or anything, which yeah. is great. Big, it's not, big it's, performer. It just burns so cool, too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I saw you grabbing like towards the top of the ash. And sometimes when you grab a cigar there, it's, it's warm. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, no, can actually, like, you can hold that. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. yeah, look at that. Right at the top. It's not hot. Very, very nice. But a, Great a, a, construction. Yeah, construction, and then and then the packaging. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, you know, everything comes in these. Uh, well, not everything. Sorry, I take that back because there there are <laughs> lies. Jars. Now moving lies. forward, he's going towards these boxes. Fact beautiful check. lacquered boxes. Mm-hmm. It's got a it's got a uh, little uh, button lock, lock on the front. Mm. Um, it just it's so slick. Mm. And the Atabay, just even the stories that that Nelson has, how he you know he developed these these lines. Mm-hmm. Um, Atabay was actually formed because he was he was working on a, a book for Habanos SA. He was okay. the world of uh, uh, the world of Habanos. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrote this book, but he was doing this research because at the time they were trying to they the the Cuban side was trying to come out with a cigar better than Cohiba. Mm-hmm. And that's where they came about this name because Nelson was doing this research and learned that the Taino Indians would sit in a spiritual circle, this ceremony. Right. And there was uh, and that was that was their Cohiba. Right. So there was a witch doctor, uh, you know, their shaman, their tribal leader mm-hmm. that would put these blends together of tobacco, roll them in corn husks, mm-hmm. and they would smoke these cigars. Very harsh, but when they smoked them, they would go in this state of delirium, mm-hmm. right? This is crazy, and that's how they could see beyond and mm-hmm. see the, the the spirit world. That's why you don't smoke too fast, right? And that's why you know that's why a lot of his names, Divinos, is you know, the divine spirit. Delirios mm-hmm. is. Um, uh, you know, going in this delirium, uh, the Brujos is mm-hmm. the the witch doctor. But mm-hmm. so the witch doctor, they would they would smoke these these cigars, <coughs> and they would blow their their prayers, and they go in this you know s- spiritual um, kind of seance and blow the smoke to their shaman, their tribal leader, and he was the Bahike. Mm. So he used that name Bahike for the Cohiba Bahike, mm-hmm. and then he designed the packaging uh, for the the Cuban Cohiba Bahike. The Bahike would then take. Those prayers and all of that smoke, he was the only one that could communicate with their goddess, Atabe. 
So he kept right. the name Anabe, used the used the the goddess the one-upmanship, right? Yeah, the one-upmanship. Uh, used the name Anabe, used her likeness on the on the band, and and the band is just it's it's so classic. Now, mm. when you know the the Atabes, the the Divinos, the Brujos, the Delirios, they came in the jars and they were humidors. Now they're coming in boxes. Are the boxes humidors too, or are they just nice boxes? Not yet. Like, not, is this a nice box or is it a humidor? That's a nice, uh, nice box. It's a nice box. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Ritos does have a, a little bit of humidification, uh, okay. humidification unit in there. Mm-hmm. But these these boxes are now boxes of twenty five. The box of Ritos is twenty is thirty. Okay. Uh, rather so. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, these are just uh, yeah, straight, beautiful, nice boxes. Yeah. Very nice looking. Very nice. Yeah, the packaging's nice. It's clean. Mm. Very like neat. white, silver, and black. Yeah. yeah, it's a great, it's a great, great artistic flair to the yeah. whole thing. That's very good. So we have a very interesting bit of uh, mail today. We have some viewer okay. mail, and it is audio mail. Really, it's audio, audio mail. And uh, interesting. Yeah, perhaps this will start a trend. Oh boy! Of people recording the That'd mail be interesting. Yeah. and sending it into the show as an audio file. All, All right. right. All right. So. You have that for us, little Stu? You've got mail. <laughs> Dear assholes, oh last boy. week you guys let Oliver get off topic. You need to keep him silent so he can just look pretty. <laughs> I mean, his only job when I hired him for the gig was to be the eye candy for us ladies. I mean, how hard is it to smile and smoke a cigar? So I blame Aaron for not keeping Oliver on task since Dan has enough on his plate keeping this awesome show running. So, Oliver, remember, your job is to be the eye candy. So just sit back and relax. Your job is easy. Smoke a cigar, tell everyone how you liked it, and be the eye candy. Seriously, (laughs) now, I do love you guys and Two Guys Smoke Shop. Thanks for the weekly entertainment. The shows are getting better and better. As the penguins of Madagascar say, smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Love, Michelle. P.S. Dear Mr. Producer, your voice is cool, and I might have you make me a voicemail message. You're funny, and don't fall for the haters. (laughs) Thanks, Michelle. You're pretty cool yourself. Mm -hmm. Just like the Atabay Mysticos. (laughs) Tie it in. Always tie it in. Tie it in, boys. (laughs) Tie it in. I'm so fortunate. No, no, shut up. (laughs) So so fortunate that Michelle hired me. Just, just look at the camera. Hired you, yeah. I wasn't going to submit my resume, but I just that one day I was like, you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe, luck will change for me, and I'll I'll send her that sponsorship. And speaking of Michelle, I would like to renegotiate my contract. First Christmas for, bonus. For what? Right. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even know for what. It's got to be more than this. Oh, my we'll gosh. Yes, it does. It. What could be better than coming on a show, smoking a cigar like this, just getting to talk about it? It's fantastic. This is a great job. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to say anything, Oliver. Just right. look at the camera yeah. and smile. Uh, no, look at the if camera. If you actually get paid for it, it would be uh, really uh, great. Uh, but. <laughs> oh, you're not pulling off the psyche right. anything. No, 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 no. Looking down. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. I want yeah. to be respected for my mind. Mm-hmm. No, nope, mm-hmm. not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle, right. Michelle Weinstein. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wow. I wonder what's going to happen next week with that. <clears throat> I right. knew a Michelle Weinstein back on Long Island. Really? <laughs> a Michelle Weinstein? I don't think it's the same one. It, no. it's, I mean, it's, you know, isn't it awful like when somebody with like a, a shared name as you mm-hmm. like does something terrible? Like yeah. imagine yeah. people that were named like Adolf before like the 40s. <laughs> it's like after that, it's like, what do you change your name? I mean, yeah. it just yeah. becomes infamous. It's, it used to be a nice, respectable name. And yeah. then... Someone ruins it for you. Well, Aaron, you'll be happy to know you're the only Aaron Abramitz I've ever known. So. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, didn't we limit you to 20 words or less on a show? I don't remember anything no, like that. You're, I don't the one, you're the one who needs to shut up. That's oh, right. Right. I didn't get that, that memo, message, right? No. That's right. Stu, Stu, you've been smoking along with us. What, what's your take on this cigar? Well, everything that you've guys said, I've agreed. Um, the retro is extremely unique. Uh, but also smooth on the retro. And I've had some cigars that actually burned on the retro. Not this one. Uh, I'm getting a blast of flavors. And I think, who is it, Oliver? You said dark cherry. Uh, and I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm getting. Also up front, it was very smooth. Those first few puffs, very light, very mild. And yeah, a touch of wood. 
So I'm, uh, I agree with everything that you say so far. Overall experience, very favorable. That was Pinocchio's line, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. A touch of wood. That's, that's true. <laughs> when I touch my His wood. good friends called him Woody. Yeah, exactly. And what, wow. did, he, and what did he do with that nose? Mm. All right. Well, to change the subject, <laughs> anyway, let's bring it back to the ash hole of the week, shall we? <laughs> it's still this week. <laughs> I'm getting there. Oh, my gosh. Well, how much damage do you think you can do cooking noodles? You'd be surprised. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you'd be surprised. Uh, a group of tourists last week who were walking the Great Wall over in over in China. And oh, that I Great use, Wall. I use okay. I use the word tourist very loosely because you know the Great Wall now is you know it's a park. You pay to get in. Okay. These people snuck in. Oh, <laughs> double you know, whammy. Okay. Double whammy. So it's not like they were really tourists. They're you know. Basically, you know, trying to get in there and walk along. And they got hungry. And they decided, sure. you know, I, I, let's cook some noodles. Right. Yeah, so because they, that's what you bring when you're bringing in places. Yeah. Well, bring so they, they, they brought some instant noodles with them. So they, they went around and they gathered some wood. And they... From the wall? From around the wall. Yeah, and, it's made and of they, wood. You didn't know that? And they took some bricks. And they, using the wall as like... Uh, a little bit of a back, back, back you know, oh, wall for the. Gosh. They created this fire, took out a pot, boiled some water, and, and they, they brought the a noodles. pot with them. They brought, they brought the pot with them. They planned this. And thing. and they got the the flames from their fire were were burning so hot and big that it blackened the wall where they were at and made so much smoke that other people, some other legit tourists who were walking around, saw the smoke <laughs> and reported it to. Uh, authorities who came and saw these guys cooking the noodles, and they all ran off. Okay, well, couple, right, a couple, they they were able to to hold on to a couple of them for a while, but they refused to give their names, refused to show Can't proper identification, <laughs> and then ran off, and they weren't ever able to catch them. They just jumped to the other <clears> side <throat> of the wall, like we came all the guys. I don't know. There, it's, it's very it's very weird. But they, you know, ended up basically defacing part of the Great Wall. By cooking noodles on it. Yeah, that's, that's and And for, for doing that, for having such disrespect of such an incredible uh, landmark, they're the Ashles of the Hopefully they can clean that up. That, that kind of stuff really bothers me. Like, when they're defacing things that can't mm -hmm. be repaired, you know. Right. The Great Wall is... Maybe they can fix that. That it's old, but like you go to like national <laughs> what parks. What are you going to do? Power wash it? I, you know, look, <laughs> probably. But but like when people that go to like national parks, like Yosemite or something, mm -hmm. and they knock down these stone structures, things that are naturally made, and right. they, there's there's no way of getting that back. Mm -hmm. People just destroy things. Yep. Uh, what is it? The um, geysers where they they step where they're not supposed to. It just drives me nuts. Right. It's just like I mean, it's bad enough when nature. Why does are you its even there thing. if you're going like, to destroy you, things? You remember a few years ago when the man, old man in the mountain just fell off the oh, mountain. Oh yeah, he dropped <laughs> his, his jaw. Dropped. I figured I said, I said, what's New Hampshire going to do? Right. <laughs> at least that was the face of New Hampshire is gone. Yeah. <laughs> at least that naturally happened. If somebody was yeah. climbing on that and happened, mm -hmm. you better believe that guy's getting beat. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, now, yeah. Where, yeah. Does it say where these tourists were from? Uh, it does not, but it they, they took China. pictures. They took pictures of themselves doing this, they and, posted them? and they posted them in, on on this um, uh, Facebook N noodle blog. Yeah, well, <coughs> what's what's the name of the place? Was it a Chinese it's equivalent called, um, of Facebook? Let's see. It's a uh, uh, Weibo, Weibo. Weibo. Okay, Weibo. I've heard of Weibo. W e i b o. Yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah. Chinese microblogging site. Yeah. And so they they posted pictures of themselves cooking the noodles, and you can see you can see on there. I wish I could show oh you gosh. guys. The, you know, you can see that's the, a big pot. That's a big pot, and it's the fire's going all the way up the. The side There's of the no way there. they walked in there not planning to do no. that. No, and I mean, look, I mean, there are <laughs> so smoke's oh going up. Oh my gosh! Just, it's just so dumb and so, so why disrespectful. Why would you even show up there? Unbelievable. Like I wonder how the noodles came out. Burnt. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's. I wonder if they even got a chance to eat them. But anyway, you, apparently you can do a lot of damage with some noodles. So there you go. Not if you have the Mister Clean Magic Sponge. I bet that would take <laughs> it right off. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my! A little gosh, bit of water that's on there. Funny. There you go. And that will wipe off clean. Oh my goodness! Wow, good for them. Mm -hmm. uh, Mysticos, Atabay Mysticos, holy baby Jesus! Holy baby <laughs> Jesus! 
so good. It's, 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 <laughs> that's all, so, that's so all you good. can say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's it. Uh, um, that cherry note is really oh. coming forward now. Yeah, that that's more what I'm tasting. You the know, woodiness is kind of the picking woodiness, up too. Yeah. The woodiness is there, but the, that sweet kind of cherry flavor, um, really, really big right now. And that, uh, you know, the, the toasty butteriness, none of that's gone away. It's all still there. It's just all just kind of going like this. Mm. You know, all those flavors are just kind of rotating around. It's like it's a dessert right now, And yeah. again, it is, it's so clean. Mm. You know, there's a, there is a... What do you mean a, when you say clean? Well... Sometimes you smoke a cigar and there's a little bit of a, you know, like a, a classic burnt tobacco mm-hmm. taste. There's a harshness that you kind of taste all around. This, the the taste lingers, but it's so, so it's like, so it's like eating a, like a creme brulee. Mm. You know, there, there's a creaminess, softness, you know, you know burnt sugars and mm-hmm. all this flavor, but it's just so smooth and creamy. And then once, once you're done with it, you know, it's still kind of lingering there, but it's not overpowering it's just it's it's so it's clean mm. am i wrong on that no i'm just no? I, you know i just wanted to you know for people who may not use that term yeah, or to, a, yeah. you know, try to explain what you mean yeah. <clears throat> like oh it tastes but yeah, there's no, no. <laughs> you know it, it it's there's no bad aftertaste with this right yeah. you know it just it it just it, it lingers for a while and then just dissipates and your mouth is clean again you know so it's um is that Basically, what you mean? Because yeah. that's that's what I experience here. Not, and it's not a short finish, but it's no, it's, no, because then it, it stays it's there. But it's it's just not, you know, heavy. It's not harsh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's so many flavors going on. Right. Mm-hmm. So much behind <clears throat> it. Well, it was you know for those of you who don't have a clue, that was Michelle who does Michelle yeah. Styles <laughs> doing yeah. the, doing the uh, email there. So forth. She likes doing things over the top, tough. you know. So just. You know, writing. She pays the bills. Good what enough. a great boss! <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a great boss it is to work for Michelle. And um, but we ha- do have a Miles with Styles uh, with her this week. She's one of our regular listeners. She's a professional surfer and model. And each week she shares her experiences and her suggestions from her travels around the world. You can follow Michelle on Twitter and Instagram at Kuataka Surfing. And that's right, Michelle is not there in the name. That's K W. That's K U W A T A K A Surfing. At but her both. Instagram, what's going on there? Her ins- that's now her Instagram thing. It's all been changed to that. She's got to do that. more posts on Instagram. Yeah. I don't think she's posted anything yet on right. Instagram. Twitter, she's all over the place. Yeah. She's, you know, she... Um, and by know, anything, I meant she's, something. She, it's, it's funny, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's funny, post, you know, they, you know. as you know, we're talking about things and, you know, the, Twitter and, and here are two Twitter people that, and they're watching on YouTube and they're talking to each other and not really listening to us. So oh, what, yeah. what can you do? <laughs> but uh, one of the things she says <laughs> as of uh, right now uh, for December, she has... Um, 2.7 million impressions so far for the month on Twitter. That's impressive. Yes. Yes. That's some quite an impression. Stuff. <laughs> quite an impression. All right. So let's, let's listen to uh, Miles with Styles. Aloha. Hey, guys. Last week was very busy for me. I traveled to Los Angeles and did a photo shoot for Banana Republic, where I was on site for two days and flying home when the ash holes aired and I had to listen to the show in reruns. I was unable to get an MWS in on time, and for that, I apologize. I disappointed Oliver, and that's bad. While in L.A., I stopped at Oliver's Spot Pink's for hot dogs. I loved the stretch chili cheese dogs and the Martha Stewart dog, which is filled with relish, onion, bacon, chopped tomato, sauerkraut, and sour cream. <laughs> so good. So, besides looking pretty for the ladies, Oliver knows how to eat. While in L.A., I had a chance to visit the Santa Monica Pier and spend a little time at the beach. I went for a run and people watched, as well as caught a breathtaking sunset. Despite my short hair and looking a bit like a boy, they said the camera loved me, and I had a wonderful time in L.A. on the shoot. It's a city filled with great food and plenty of shopping, lots of nightlife, pretty people, and a touch of weird that makes L.A. a great place to visit. L.A. is beautiful, but there is no place like home. I'm home for the holidays and the new year. Anyway, I hope you guys at the Ashholes, Two Guys Smoke Shops, and all the listeners to have the most awesome holidays. May they be filled with family, laughter, and love. Ke aqua pu ahui ho. God bless, and see you later. 
This has been Miles with Styles, and you're listening to The Assholes <laughs> on the United Podcast Network. Nice. That uh, Martha Stewart dog comes with a side of insider information. Zing. How much does that dog cost? Pink's is the best, though. It's a, tiny, a prison. <laughs> tiny little place. Tiny little place. Uh, I, she didn't mention when it was built or constructed. No, right? no. So it, it's been, I don't know when it was built. <laughs> 40s, maybe? 20? Uh, maybe I have 40. no idea. It's been, it's been there forever. But, man, the selection that they have. I mean, think of whatever topping you can think of. They've that Martha it. Stewart one sounded packed. Yeah. Yeah. Packed it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. Can't find any uh, good hot dog spots here. Yeah, yeah. There are not a lot of good uh, hot dog spots around it's here. It's more of That's an outdoor true. kind of thing. I mean, yeah. There's only so many seasons yeah. to get out here. Yeah. There's a I, few. Uh, yeah. You know, I know the variety down in, down in uh, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Pinkies that you mentioned. I really don't know. Any up here in the no. northeast? You get more into Boston, that area, this um, but it's but I nothing mean, where that we big. are here. Nothing right that now. that iconic. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah. To the locals, Strange. but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So this cigar is changing on me again. Mm. Um, that woodiness and nuttiness is coming out. A lot of the sweetness is kind of dissipating. It's not going away. Yep. No, it's, it's, like a, a it's like a deeper kind of sweetness. And the retro is spicing up. And it's, you know, the best word I can think of it is it's a, it's a kind of a cinnamon spice, but it's not like a sweet cinnamon spice. It's like a cinnamon stick. It's like a cinnamon where stick. Where there's like that woodiness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Cinnamon stick and a little bit of like a hot cinnamon candy. That it's that kind of spice. So you know what's interesting with with these blends that Nelson puts together, mm-hmm. the leaf when it's on the on the plant, mm-hmm. you have the obviously the the tip of the leaf it's it's hanging this way and you have the the stem part. The stem is where most of the flavor and the power comes from. Mm-hmm. Right. The tip, from what Nelson's described to me, you know the the raindrops kind of fall down and they kind of collect there. That's the sweetest part of the the leaf. Okay. So when you take a, a tobacco leaf after it's been cured and dried you're cutting the leaf in half and most manufacturers and blenders will use the uh, stem portion at the front. Mm-hmm. So that's where sometimes you smoke a cigar and it's, it's got a ton of flavor and you hear right. a lot of yep. people say, Oh, get past the first quarter. It softens up. Right. Whereas this one, he uses the tip of the leaf at the front. So that's why you get all that sweetness and it's right mm-hmm. off the bat. I mean, mm-hmm. as soon as you light it, there's no harshness. It's, it's sweet. It's got, you know, tons of flavor and then the flavor and the body starts to strengthen as you get closer to the stem portion or towards the, the back half of the cigar. So it's, it, it's unique. And it's, it, it's, it makes sense to do it that yeah. way because it's, you know, your palate's going to get kind of more numb to those sweet flavors. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, you gotta, by the time you get to the end, it's like, oh, you don't want to Warm up the land. engine. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Thanks for that input, Dan. The <laughs> was good. <clears throat> I, I mean, that's it, it, this is just one of these cigars. I could I could just get lost, you know, in the cigar and forget to talk yeah. about mm. what I'm what I'm tasting. It's that kind of that kind of distracting. It's <laughs> well, it's supposed to be true <laughs> for you. Oh, You're God, supposed to be eye candy. <laughs> Suck on your cigar and <laughs> shut up. Okay, you know, <laughs> if there was only something the camera to put in your mouth to shut you up, give it a good look. There it is. There's the eye candy. I can't. I can't. I can't do the. <laughs> what is it, the Dwayne? What's the what's the Rock's name? The Rock. I can't do the eyebrow. You can't do. He's the eyebrow. got the look. <laughs> oh, Brendan, Brendan's got it down. <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of doing both, and he's. I'm going into a seizure look. And like, yeah. oh. That's that's more that's more accurate. Yeah. Right. Less Rock, more seizure. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. I, I mean, I I advise. I always you know. It's funny because I'm traveling constantly, and I go into the different shops, and the you know the cigars are doing very well now, and they've mm-hmm. they've grown, and and you know very fortunate and blessed to be part of this this whole thing. But as I go into these shops, there are customers that still haven't tried them, or even right. the, you know some of the shop owners are are questioning, well, how do you know how can I sell a you know cigar at this price? Mm. But when you talk about it, when you smoke it, and when you really believe in it, mm. it just you know then you start turning people on, and they're like, wow. I, Never had yeah. anything like this. It's yeah. so unique. I mean, this this retails for thirty four dollars. This mm-hmm. is not this is not a cheap cigar. No. This is one of the most expensive cigars I've smoked, but it is worth 
that thirty-four dollars to me. I would I would pay thirty-four dollars yeah. to smoke. I mean, cigar. I've had conversations with guys here that have never had a at a bay, and it's mm-hmm. just like, wait, why? And they're like, well, the price point. Well, it's like, well, all right. Well, we've got to give our final. What's our? What, what do you have thumbs happened? up on this? But is this the, the hour's Academy, already up. This is the Academy getting, Awards. Yeah, it's off right here. Hey, I would like to thank that music's uh, going to be playing for hours. We're at not finished. Serino Cigars for sponsoring our booth. I would also like to thank our producers. <laughs> uh, no, my my thought. Yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs I mean, up. Way up. Yeah, thumbs up. Huge. Three thumbs up. thumbs up for this cigar. Next week we are going to be uh, smoking the Serino Royale Maduro XX. The um, Sublime. That was our cigar of the year for this yep. year. We're going to be talking for about last year. our f- yeah for for 2016. Right. For we're going to be bringing our own list of our favorite cigars that came out this year. We're going to talk about them on the show, and at the end of the show, we're going to announce what will be the 2017 cigar of the year, and then we will do a show on that, the first show of the new year. So it's going to be a fun show. If you got to get a, 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 a Serino Royale Maduro send in, XX Send in Sublime. your top five. Yeah. Send in your top five. Yeah, sure. We'd love to talk about that yeah. on the show. Okay? And join us next week, next Wednesday, 4 o'clock. We'll be talking about the best cigars of the, the year. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program of do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates. <laughs>